Ladies and gentlemen, grab your dog toys and your bacon strips and sit back for what might be, just might be, the most wholesome episode we've ever done. We may not be your best friends, but this episode is about your best friends. Sit back and relax as we talk about Movie and TV's Greatest Dogs. Wesley, we're doing one that I'm sure we. I mean, we've talked about doing this for a long time. We're we're finally doing it. We're ranking our top ten movie and TV doggos. Yes, Uh, not to be confused with top ten movie and TV cats, which will not be happening. Yeah, never. Uh, Honestly, I could have probably done like a top ten of each TV and of movies, or I could have done a top ten of animated dogs. And non-animated yeah, dogs, but here we. Oh, speaking of which, Willow just popped into the room. Willow, oh, does she count? We're a media. We're a media group. <gasps> what is she doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny that she popped in right as we started talking about dogs. That's incredible. Uh, she knew. She knew. Yeah, and you know what? It is. Uh, it is a special day tomorrow, Wes. Is it her birthday? It is Willow's birthday tomorrow. She'll be two wow. doggo years old. And uh, so perfect timing for this. So obviously she is number one doggo in my heart. Um, of course, of course. Very golly. But anyway, uh, yes. Also, um, Boomer back home. Shout out to Boomer. Boomer's another number one doggo in my heart. But other than that, we've got all these movie dogs that we're going to talk about. Got a tonight. lot of them. We got a lot to go through. Yeah, we do. I've, I've honestly, Wes, I've got probably fifteen honorable mentions that I wanted to, that I'm going oh, to mention. I think that's too many honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's more that's or less, it's more or less just like what did, uh, what dogs came to my mind that did not make my list, but, I, but I can, <laughs> I can just shout them out. Um, maybe it gives me legitimacy for the ones that make my list because there's so many more that didn't i don't know but that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do our top 10 we are and i'm really interested to see which ones are overlap of our top surely i have a i have an inkling perry i think our number one is gonna be the same but we'll just save that for the end of i think i think it's not are you sure maybe huh i think it's not but i think i think let's get Let's get down and dirty with some dog chat. Let's and get do going it. Here. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Loser eats dog. No, I'm just kidding. There's no losers. There's a rank. Oh, no. Um, cool. We do We do need to decide who's going to go first. Yeah, we do. What's the best way to decide who's going to go first today? Has either of us ever eaten dog food? I have absolutely eaten either. I probably eat cat food, honestly. Wait, what? Why? I don't know. It just was what was available when I was that young. <laughs> Shut up. You're lying. You, you did not. I think I, I did. Dog food. I Why I, would you? I think as like a three-year-old, I ate cat food. I think I remember it. <laughs> You're disgusting. I oh. am. I also ate grass. Since it was cat food. But that was last week. Since it was cat food, Barry, I'm not going to let you go first. Okay. You go <laughs> Cause first. Because that's, that's a disgrace. That's fine. You can go first. Oh, man. All right, Perry. Well, so... Uh, should we should we inform the viewers about the viewers the listeners? We don't have visual media um, yet. I like see your the, face. You see my face, but they don't see know, of our face. Your face is so pretty. Wow. Um, <laughs> should we tell them the uh, parameters of which we worked in? Oh sure, yeah. Uh, parameters being um, could be animated dogs, could be live action dogs, could be TV dogs, could be feature film dogs. Um, there are certain dogs that don't have any dog-like characteristics, but are technically dogs. And I would say that is like Slinky, we both mentioned from um, Toy, Story. Toy Story. He doesn't, I mean, he's a dog, but he doesn't really do any dog things other than 
like like a dogish. Yeah, and they talked about him being like loyal or whatever as a dog, but uh, yeah, didn't count him. I honestly, I I'm just gonna spoil. I didn't count Goofy as a dog, really. No, because he's a human. Because <laughs> yeah, he's technically a dog, but but uh, he doesn't really have any dog like characteristics. So yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, it was pretty much anything that's a dog uh brian from family guy i i thought about but then i was like he also fits i, that thought, I, category. I thought about him too but i didn't he have. sort of has like dog-like characteristics at some points but then other points he just totally doesn't because he like yeah um, anyway that's true so sweet yeah all right well perry with that being said number 10 on my list is a feature film live action dog oh a big yellow lab named Marley from Marley oh. and Me. One of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but he was such a good boy. So that's kind of why I picked it, Perry. I, I hate that movie. I, I've never watched it the entire way through. I've only seen it in bits and pieces. I've seen all of the movie just in bits and pieces. Yeah, I, refuse. Yeah. I refuse to give them that time because I think what they did was awful. Okay. But also... But who doesn't love Jennifer Aniston and who doesn't love yeah. um, Owen Wilson? Oh, right? yeah. Wow. So um, the reason I chose Marley at number 10 is because, one, the movie on Marley Me, even though it's super depressing at the end, it is the quintessential American dog story that we hope to all live out at one point in our life. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that's why I hate that movie so much because I hate just so everyone knows if an animal is going to die in a movie that ruins me way more than like a human dying in a movie yeah it's kind of like, messed up what was was there an example Perry I feel like there was a movie where like a dog and a human died and I was just not torn up about the human at all oh yeah I don't know well here for example Perry in Avengers Endgame I did not cry when uh, Scarlett Johansson died. However, mm. in the movie Eight Below, I did ball every time a dog died. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I also bawled when Marley died. But mm. Marley's great. Super. I mean, Marley's great, Perry, because he's so average. He's everything that you want in a dog. Uh-huh. And we've all have lived in a world where we've had a Marley do all the typical dog things of tearing things up when they're not supposed to, but also being just a super sweetheart when it matters. Yeah. So yeah, number 10, Marley. Great, Marley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my parents brought that movie home way too early, like when we were too young, because there is some kind of definitely PG-13 Gotta be PG-13. stuff uh, with Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson, and I think I was maybe 13 when they brought it home for us to watch <laughs> that, that one that sounds about right for our age i think <laughs> yeah i don't know so anyway uh yeah marley good good pick i figured he'd be on the list and uh the old yellow lab you did you said you didn't think i'd have any dogs that died on my list well he you know he deserves to be on the list but i thought that if it was from a movie where the dog died you wouldn't include it because i knew you hate those movies i hate those movies yep Yep, yep, yep. But it's on the list. Number 10. Very nice. Yeah. My number 10 is uh, from a relatively new movie that is from Pixar. And it's Dante. Dante. From Coco. Love Dante. Oh, we love Dante. I had actually quite a few. I, I went back and forth between a few different dogs here at this number 10 spot. And the problem is because there was another dog uh combination that i was like oh no i cannot leave this off my list when i found mm, it that's and tough. so then i had to slap them in there and knock out another dog at, that was on here um so dante got stayed in the in the ranking at number 10 uh mainly because i just love how goofy dante is he's got that dog silliness that makes you just like mm-hmm. laugh but at the Absolutely. same time, super loyal. He he's he's not even not even Miguel's dog. Uh, he's a stray, but because but he, he is though. But Miguel's like been is. feeding him, and um, yeah, and he's his spirit guide, and he turns into an alebrije at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dante! Yes. Um, so I just love him. He's, he's an alebrije that's also still a total goober. Yeah. <laughs> So, like it didn't it didn't make him not one. He just falls into that category of total dorky goofball dog. Like yeah. tongue out 
wagon like probably got some something going on inside of his brain that's keeping it from functioning properly but it's okay we mm-hmm. love him we love him for yep. it yeah dante might be my favorite character in that movie perry <laughs> <laughs> and i have no shame i in mean hey that. he's a great character he's a great character yep wow amazing all right well perry coming in at number nine for me we're going live action yet again okay and uh this dog also died oh no <laughs> so just so everyone so so far you gotta be dead to be on wes's list <laughs> uh, so first time i was introduced to this dog perry it was in a book which that's rare for me because i hate reading always have always hated it not my yeah it's just i'm not i'm a nerd perry but like not that bad mm-hmm. okay um so but this one i i did it was in a book first and then i did a report on it in elementary school vividly remember it and then i also watched the movie and this dog is hachi do you know the story mm. of hachiko i don't but i saw hachi pop up all the pl- all over the place when i was looking up potential ideas for this ranking. yeah so hachi is a true story so let that just break your heart by just hearing that in the first place it's okay. a true story um Hachi was this dog, and I think it was an Akita, I think was the yes. kind of dog he was. Um, and it was in Japan. I don't know if it was Tokyo or not, but I know it was in Japan. And uh, his owner, I believe the story goes, and it's been a while since I've watched this movie slash read the book, but he would follow his owner to the train station every day, and he would wait there. The owner would go on the train go to work, come home and Hachi would be waiting there for him when he came back. Well, one day, uh, Hachi follows his owner to the train owner gets on the train. And at some point during the day, his owner had a heart attack and died. What? And Hachi stayed at the train station the rest of his life. Oh my. And so, so Hachi stayed at the train station waiting for his owner for the rest of his life. Uh, like bystanders, like people knew like who the dog belonged to and he just stayed there and they fed him, gave him water, took care of him for the most part until he ended up passing away. Wow. So name something more loyal. Yep. And so now there's actually a statue of him at that train station. Wow. Where he waited. Deservedly so. so. Deservedly so. That's incredible. Now I know what that was. Yeah. So dog in real life. Real dog in book and live action movie dog. Well, at least that Just, dog lived a long life. It was it was years. Yeah, it was years later that it just lived at the transition, waiting yeah. for the owner. Mm-hmm. Wow! And just imagine if the owner like hadn't died and like came back years later, like the dog would probably act like nothing had ever changed. I know, isn't it kind? Of, it's absolutely it's gut wrenching. <laughs> yeah. Wow, good pick. Yeah, I didn't know who that, what that dog was, but uh, I'm glad you do. Yeah, <sighs> that's, a, that's a heartbreaker for sure. Okay, my number nine is Gromit from Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Hey, Gromit cheese. Uh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, I mean, I just think... Where would Wallace be without Gromit? He does so much. Uh, he's the brains behind the operation. He's so funny mm-hmm. without saying a word. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not super dogly uh, because he's... It's it's interesting. He kind of... I mean, in not so dissimilar to Brian from Family Guy. He does have some human qualities that, that like make him a good best friend for uh Wallace and his adventures but uh he's I would say more dogly at the same time yeah um, mm-hmm. so he's really just a perfect sidekick um and uh yeah I don't know I just I I have I have a, a fond uh memories of watching some of those cartoons growing up and then I just watched mm-hmm. just a couple of years ago I watched the curse of the were rabbit and thought it was really funny so that's that's where we're at. Gromit number nine. Number nine, amazing. Claymation. Yeah, a claymation, claymation dog. dog. Yeah, how about that? And I mean, just a dog with a legacy. Like, there's been a lot. Of, it's there's been new Wallace and Gromits for 
you know, quite a few of them in the last mm-hmm. 40 years or so. Yeah. All right, Perry. My number eight is a bit of a passion pick. These are all um, passion picks. This is like really a passion okay. pick. Okay. Uh, Perry, when you were a kid, were you ever much of a sitcom fan? Uh, no, not really as a kid. Oh. Well, I was, and I still am to this day. And one of my top, like, three favorite sitcoms of all time was Full House. Okay, yeah. Absolutely love Full House. And on Full House, about three seasons in, they get a dog named Comet. Mm. Comet is a golden retriever and is just awesome. And the way (laughs) Comet comes into the show is... Uh, they take in a stray golden retriever and like the episode episode is like, Oh, she had babies. (laughs) And then the owner shows up to get her and the kids are like, Oh no, like we don't want to give her away. And he's like, well, she's kind of my dog. And so then the owner lets them keep a puppy and the puppy is Comet. Um, and so Comet ends up being this awesome. So, I mean, it's a sitcom, so it's, it's all comedy, right? But Comet ends up, becoming like this total comedic relief in himself in the show. Oh, and I even wa- I even was watching some full house today, Perry. I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. And, uh, Bob Saget, Danny Tanner was vacuuming and, uh, Comet was laying on a rug and he, Bob Zag goes <clears throat> and Comet stands up. He sweeps under him. He says, okay. And then Comet lays back down. And I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I love Comet. He's super loyal, super fun. And yeah, total just awesome sitcom dog. Number eight is Comet. Great. Yeah, I don't know Comet either, but it is interesting that Goldens get all the love, right? Well, it is like America's favorite dog. Yeah, apparently. Um, so I cheated big time on number eight, Wes. Uh, what do you mean cheated? Yeah, I said all the dogs from Lady and the Tramp. You number Perry. eight. Um, because I was like, because I was like, how do I pick between lady and tramp? I don't want to take up two spots. Um, I mean, I would probably, okay. I would probably pick tramp based on my childhood. I was a big fan of honestly, scamps adventure. Scamps adventure. When we were kids, Wes, that was just, that just came out when we were like seven years old and, and was, did you have it on VHS? I totally had it on VHS, yeah. Oh, I watched that movie so much. Yeah, so so I would probably say Tramp, but with honorable mention to Lady, Jock, Trusty, and Peg, uh, of mm-hmm. course, who of course was Reba McIntyre, I believe. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lady and the Tramp. That was, okay, that was the one, Wes, where I was like, I had a different dog in there at number 10, and then I was like, wait a second, I have to have Lady and the Tramp in this list. And and if you guys have noticed, that's three animated so far. And that doesn't it, these are not all animated by any means. Um, but that's where we're at. We'll go with Tramp at number eight, but but all of the uh, all of the Lady and the Tramp dogs are solid. They do a good job of like um, making it a movie where dogs talk, but not making it Mm-hmm. obnoxious not making it like dogs have their own like secret lives like they're still dogs right. like you like, know what I mean? like cats versus dogs that yeah was. uh yeah and then there's like the secret life of pets and dumb yeah. stuff like that well perry let's just not even transition because my number seven is tramp nice so we can just keep talking about it we here did for a it if you want we did it tramp. Um, i did pick tramp by himself okay Solely because, let's be honest, Perry, Tramp lives every young man's dream because he totally married out of his league. Oh, big time. Out of his out of his yeah. money bracket and his looks bracket. I mean, he just hit a home run. I mean, isn't isn't Lady and the Tramp just Aladdin but with dogs? <laughs> and Italian food. Street rat. The street the street <laughs> yeah. rat with the palace princess. Wait, Perry, are you telling me that you're figuring out the Disney formula? <laughs> well, they have a boy formula and a girl formula. Yeah, and they're kind of the same. Anyway, <laughs> um I love Lady and the Tramp. I would say, Perry, here's a bold a bold statement. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Okay. I would say that the spaghetti scene on Lady and the Tramp is a top five most iconic animated scene ever. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not gonna. Everyone knows it. I'm not gonna affirm that it's top five because there's just so many. But I wouldn't also be able to tell you you're wrong either. Yeah, I mean it's just it is classic. And what is the what is the song? I don't Bella even know. Notte, Bella which Notte, means like could... beautiful night, I believe. And yeah, I mean it's just great. Tramp also just solid dude. I mean, I wish I was as good of a guy as Tramp was. Mm. You know, not don't necessarily wish I was running from the law, mm-hmm. but um yeah i love tramp also the live action lady the tramp kind of useless but not bad right i agree i totally agree with that does i didn't need it didn't need it but glad i got it it was not bad compared to some of the other ones we have and if you go back guys and yeah you can actually hear us talk about that a lot more on episode number oh where is it it's gotta be in the 60s right can you control f Ah, 51. Episode number 51. Ranking every Disney live-action remake. At that point. <laughs> yes, at that point. There was, There is more yeah. now. Yeah. Yep, number seven for Wes is Tramp. Okay, very nice. Very nice. We were on the same page there. There's our first overlap. Um, I have number seven is a live-action dog that is a St. Bernard. And um, <gasps> no. he has gotten eight films in the series and it is beethoven classic those are aren't they all disney channel originals no uh some of them are straight, the f- some of them are straight to movie right the DVD. first one was probably like an actual an actual movie. movie yeah the first one in 1992 um created by john hughes and amy holden jones but um yeah, eight films. It was Beethoven, then Beethoven second, third, fourth, fifth, then Beethoven's Big Break, mm-hmm. Beethoven's Christmas Adventure, Beethoven's Treasure Tale. Um, so I was born in '96. So that dates me uh, pretty clearly to our viewers. And uh, Beethoven came out in '92. Um, I I remember watching. I think in theaters like Beethoven's fourth as like a five-year-old mm-hmm. maybe uh maybe yep. in theaters I don't know if I watched it in theaters maybe it was maybe it was at home on DVD or on VHS or something but um but yeah so I definitely grew up a little bit on the on the first few Beethoven's I don't know if I've seen I definitely haven't seen like Big Break Christmas Adventure right. or Treasure Tale M- maybe I've seen the fifth one but I I'd say probably not I've probably only seen the first four but uh, who doesn't love a mischievous big Saint Bernard? Like, oh yeah, the whole and and everybody's like reactions in those movies are always like way over the top. They're like, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, um, honestly, it's kind of like Alvin and the Chipmunks, like, but Be- yeah. Beethoven's the Chipmunks. You know, he's like Alvin. You know, yep. like the dad's always gonna just scream and uh, like when he I don't know Beethoven like shakes water all over the bed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or knock something over and whatever. Anyway, it's just a, it was a just as a kid, so fun um, to watch. And he's goofy, clumsy Saint Bernard. What's more lovable? Well, I think that my number six is more lovable. Barry. Okay. And you've already mentioned it. Oh. So overlap number two. Oh. My number six, Perry. A bold choice. Is Dante. Dante at six. Let's like go. Like I said, he's probably my favorite character in that movie. Um, I would say Dante might be the funniest dog character out there. Just from sheer ridiculousness. Um, I know, like, I'm sure, like, Scooby-Doo has, like, plenty of nostalgic quotes and moments that are hilarious, mm-hmm. but... Like, Dante is just goofy and funny all the time. Yeah. And I love it. I also love Astray. I love Astray. Growing up, we didn't have... We didn't have a dog that was not Astray until I was, like, probably 10. Mm. And then, like, the next two dogs after that were also Strays. So, like, it was Strays, randomly got a dog that was a purebred, traded it. It was a whole... So you guys would literally take dogs home that were Strays? Nope. Perry, they would show up at our house. What? And then my you just keep to, them? My mom used to accuse our vet of telling people to dump their dogs on our road. <laughs> uh, wow. 
Yeah, so, well, yeah, so our first dog showed up when I was, like, four, and we kept her, and then another dog, um, she kept showing up at the power plant where my dad worked, and they fed it every day for lunch, and my dad's like, I can't take it anymore, just brought him home. Wow. (laughs) Yep, and then that's pretty much how it kept going, so if it was a stray, it lived at our house, and it kind of stayed there. (laughs) Nice, and did they just, like, become house dogs? Like, they'd come in, and, or would they stay outside? Uh, they were outside in garage mostly. Okay. So they would come in the we had we had like the the underground fence, you know, like the electric fence. Mm-hmm. So they would roam outside all day and then at night they would come inside. Okay. Yep. So anyway, Dante, perfect stray, perfect absolute mess and becomes an Alabrihe. Like he becomes like yeah. a superpower dog. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I honestly didn't know if Dante was going to make either of our lists and so that's cool that he was on both. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's kind of. A, I feel like he's kind of a like a underdog story. Some might say a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. good one, he's Barry. Not, he, he's not one that people would be like, "Oh yeah, Dante, best dogs." Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, we're on the same page as usual. Incredible. Uh, my number six is more an icon, I think, than like a typical best dog, but it's Snoopy. Okay. Uh, oh, I didn't even think Peanuts. of Snoopy. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, he's not like you're like um, l- cute or like he's cute. funny. I mean, he's he's funny, uh, but he's like he's just an icon. And, um, you know, one one minute he's an ace flying over uh, some war getting trying to avoid getting shot down on his uh, on his. Yeah on his flying dog house or whatever. The next he's like sneaking through the field into, um, a Halloween party. Uh, or he's, what else does he do? He's, he's ridiculous. He's kissing Lucy and pretending to be Schroeder or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's great. He is the, he is what keeps like the peanuts alive. Peanuts working year after year because they can just do any Snoopy gag they possibly want. There is no limits on what Snoopy can yep. be and what he can't be. Uh, that's why there's the Snoopy show now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he's an icon um, and I felt like he had to be on this list, but I didn't feel like he could crack my top five because uh, he just wasn't quite there for me. Well, well, you know where Snoopy originated, right, Perry? Uh, comics, right here in Indiana. Oh, the creator, the creator of the Charles. Oh wait, or, no, Charles Schultz. Wait, maybe I'm thinking Garfield. You might be. Thinking I'm thinking Garfield. Gar- I'm Odie. thinking Garfield. Yeah, ah, oh, forgot about Odie. Okay, so forget I said anything about that. That was wrong. <laughs> but uh, Perry, my grandmother, my 90 year old grandmother, has collected Snoopy memorabilia for probably five decades. Oh wow, that's awesome. And. He's still an icon because every single year I, I get her some kind of Snoopy collectible from the Hallmark store. Yeah. Because the Hallmark store just cranks out Snoopy memorabilia every year like it's nobody's business. Yeah, and there's like some insurance company that has Snoopy as a mascot. I don't know how yes. that works. I forget what I forget which yeah. one it is right now. But Wow, incredible. Love it. Is it MetLife? It is MetLife. Look okay. at you. Yeah. Wow. You pop culture. I'm pretty sure that's my dental insurance company. Oh, well. All right, Perry. Uh, So we're on to the top five now. That's pretty great. Great. Let's do it. We're doing great. Top five. Uh, My number five, another just total icon. I'm sure you can shed some love on this one. It's Pluto. Shed some love. <laughs> uh, I would say the the first dog instead of like first lady, the first dog yeah. in Disney. Pluto, one of the um, one of the sensational six Disney characters. Yeah, I mean, golly, he's in. If Mickey shows up, Pluto also shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm what kind of threw me back to Pluto was the old TV show Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, and for like I just feel like seven year olds. Five-year-olds? Oh, wait, no, no. What are you thinking of? The one that was animated and just had... Well, they're all animated, but... This one did not have children in it. Well, right, but I mean, like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse oh. is, like, aimed at, like, really little oh, kids. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant it had... No, 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 no. No, okay. it's just, like, aimed at that 
Yeah, it's so like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse from the early 2000s from when we were kids. That was that and old? What? They still yeah. been making that for Yeah, I think they I think they still make it. Yeah, they're definitely still making it. Jeez. Um, but I just remember Pluto being in like every episode and being so fun and mm. He's in everything that Mickey's in. And pretty sure I have a picture of like as like a 6-year-old of taking a picture with Pluto at Disney World. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, iconic, loyal. I mean, he's stuck by Mickey's side for how many years now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when he, he was probably, in, I would guess probably like the 40s. Probably. Or 40s or 50s. Yeah. And what is Pluto? Is he a Great Dane? That's a great question. Let me look. A bloodhound. Officially a mixed uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to actually throw this out there that I do not have Pluto on my top 10. Whoa. I figured that would be a... Uh, it's like a Disney sin. I you. know. I thought about it, but I was like, you know, Pluto has just never stood out to me um, when I watch Mickey cartoons. He's always there, but he never was somebody I had particular affinity for. Wow. Um, yeah, so, so Pluto didn't make... My list. Sad. But I don't have any problem with you putting Pluto on there. I have another Disney dog at number five, though. And it is Doug. Uh, I actively did not put him on here. Oh, you don't like Doug? I think Doug I don't, is... I don't, like, I don't like Up, Perry. Oh, you don't like Up. I think Doug is just adorable. He is like... Because he can talk, but he can also, but he's really only, he's not really talking. It's just his thoughts are coming through. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's extra funny. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's got these shorts now. Um, what are they called? Yeah, he does have shorts. Doug days. Um, and they're adorable. Yeah, he is just, he is really fits the Disney formula of like a marketable sidekick. But, Mm -hmm. um, He's, he's he's a great movie dog. He really is. He, yeah, because agreed. he fits that he fits that all the different areas that you want of like he's funny, but he also is loyal. But he's cute, and he also does silly, relatable dog things that you can see your own dog doing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Doug, solid. I considered putting him higher, but I was like, you know, this is the right spot for him. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Perry. At number four, I'm throwing it way back. Way back. Way. Way back. Possibly the oldest dog on here. I don't know. At least oldest superstar dog. Still and alive? Maybe, no. <laughs> so, and so maybe, just oldest by the time that it was made. Yeah, and maybe the first dog to become like truly famous in a movie. I'm picking Toto at number four. Wes, I also picked Toto at number four. No way! Yeah, wow, we, can just, we can just collapse. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, Toto, I believe he's he's an English Terrier. Is that correct? Uh, is that what he a is? A Terrier, technically. I looked it up. Okay. Um, just the. Oh wow! Why am I blanking on the girl's name? What's her name? Dorothy? <laughs> Dorothy. I was thinking Danielle. I'm like, no one in the 40s is named Danielle. Um, just in an absolutely incredible sidekick. Uh, I think it's hilarious when she says, Toto, we're not in Candace anymore. And just, you know, you see all the shots of her and the gang, like, walking through. And there comes Toto, right there with him. Yeah. Uh, and you know that they're just like truly a duo when the witch says i'm gonna get you and your little dog too yeah uh, so I dog. Love, yeah i love toto i think he's adorable first mm-hmm. of all um i know some people don't like small dogs but i love a good small dog every now and then i used to have a yorkie so mm-hmm. you know toto looks kind of similar yeah. to me uh, yorkie Toto's become just a total icon. I mean, everyone knows who Toto is. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah, and then there so, was yeah. Toto by Africa. No, Africa by Toto, excuse me. Yes, Toto the band. Toto the band, yeah. That made Africa. And that's really all they made. Then I don't know anything else they made. 
They had one other good song, but I forget did what it is. But anyway, what do you have to say about Toto, Perry? Well, I did some looking up on Toto um, and found out that she, Toto being a girl, her actual name was Terry. And Terry. But three <laughs> years after the film, they, her name was changed to Toto uh, officially. And the dog appeared in 15 films. Wow. Yes. And Wes, this last part you're not going to like. According to Guinness World Records, when she died at age 13 in 1945, she was stuffed and sold at auction. Oh, I don't like that that at all. That is sad. But uh, someone paid, I think it was like $3,600. And this is 1945 money. Uh, So just to own stuffed Toto and... So she lives on. She lives on. Yeah, but no, it's really though, like having a a really well trained dog in a movie. I mean, I guess you have you can throw it back to. Well, no, this is probably older than that. When did this? This came out in the thirties. Yeah, it came out in the thirties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, Wizard of Oz, probably one of the first. But the cool thing about Toto is like Toto doesn't really need to do anything. Mm-hmm. I said is. Is Toto in the movie supposed to be a boy? I think he's dog? a boy. Because the dog is actually a girl dog. But anyway, Toto just kind of follows along. He's just always there. Always there. Just there. I yeah. love it. Wow. All right, Perry. My number three is from a movie that I absolutely adored as a child. Uh, and probably the best athlete on this list hey. i'm picking i'm picking airbud Wes, i also picked airbud at three <laughs> and you didn't think we'd overlap oh that much. gosh this is this it's wild when we have these <laughs> rankings and we always have the same opinions yeah just so everyone else we did not collaborate we have not whatsoever. talked about our dogs that we picked. um is... i loved airbud oh my gosh so first of all there's an airbud basketball movie then there became an airbud football and there's an airbud soccer and it's just yeah just absolute unit on the on the field yeah. or the court whatever yeah. you want i fell off after football but but airbud basketball and football i might have yeah. watched baseball too i know there's a baseball one i think i might have watched yeah that and one. then there became then their response from that was air buddies air buddies and, haven't watched and, a single one and santa buddies those were all snow buddies spin-off. yeah santa buddies there's also snow buddies right is there know, really i think i don't know anyway um the original air buddies if you ask me, is the best of all. For sure. We're just a classic golden. Uh, he plays basketball. Man can shoot better than Steph Curry. And I, my biggest memory from the movie is just when the kid like tells him to go, go away, get away. And then he runs away. And I'm like, why would you do that? It's your dog. Yeah. You absolute horrible child. <laughs> the dog just does the same exact thing with every single shot. In basketball, mm-hmm. just bumps it off its nose, goes in every single time. Mm-hmm. What a skill. Muscle memory. What a skill. But also, man, can you imagine the bruising on your nose? I don't think he cares, Perry. He's just in it for the win. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Anything got- it takes to get the dub. Oh, what a gritty competitor. I love Air Airbud. Who won the first Airbud? Was it like 2001? I think it was the 90s, I'm going to say. Was I, it really? I looked it up. Uh, Air, uh, the original one, 1997. Wow, that's when I was born. Wow. Yeah, and then the second one, Golden Receiver, 1998. So they made those <laughs> very fast. And then there was Airbud World Pup. Uh, I think that was the, the, soccer the, the soccer one, but I think the dog was actually a, more of a puppy in that one. And then there was Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch. <laughs> and then Airbud Spikes Back. And then was you, that a volleyball one? Yep, volleyball. And then you've Can got we just give Air Buddies, so much- Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, and Treasure Buddies. Okay, so before the oh, whole wait, Buddies... and Super part- Buddies. Okay, so before the whole Buddies part of the franchise, can we just give some applause to the titling of those movies? I mean, that's just incredible. Wes, there was seven Buddies movies in seven years? Wait, no, that's not right. 2006... To 2013 that's seven years there was seven but there was none in 2007 there was two of them in 2009 there it is oh i guess so it's it's actually eight years when you include 2006 and include 2013 both and then there was mm-hmm. two of them in 2009 so there's seven movies from the years 2006 to 2013 seven buddies movies. that's too that's too many too because many. none of them are as good as Airbud. 
Yeah, agreed. They're probably like tiny budgets. I think they were all like direct release and then direct streaming whenever that became a thing. But that's like guaranteed profit if you've got like some kids that love the buddies movies and you make them cheap. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. But how come Airbud- Airbud's not a Disney How come Airbud's not a Disney World? That's a crime. Total crime. They should have like an Airbud show. That would be awesome. Like a bunch of golden retrievers that can do a bunch of tricks. That would be that That's would be genius. Cool. Yeah, where would you uh, do that? Ha- Hollywood Studios? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can do Hollywood Studios. You can do it right there where we watched um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It would be better than that dang Beauty and the Beast back when they, back during COVID when they couldn't touch each other. And so everybody was just like dancing a few feet apart. It was so stupid. Yeah. And then Bell, yeah. Bell and Beast couldn't touch each other. So they were like actively avoiding touching each other during dancing in their like, mm-hmm. oh, don't get me started. Okay. Uh, but right, we're back. So, we're back. We're back, though. So we, yep. So we both had Toto at four, and we both had Buddy from Airbud. Airbud at, at three. three. All right. So we're up to number two. So Perry, my number two is who I believe to be the most wholesome of dogs in movie slash television history, and that's Max from The Grinch. Uh, that's actually a really good pick. I didn't even think about Max from the Grinch. Max from the Grinch, especially live action Max, is my favorite character in that one. And Max in the new Grinch that came out yeah. what was it, two or three years ago. Yeah. Just absolute awesome. So loyal, wow. so kind. Max truly shows us who man's best friend is or Grinch's best wow. friend. Whatever. That's a that's a really solid pick that I didn't yeah. think about. I, I love Max. Mm-hmm. He literally just like does everything for the Grinch. Yep, everything. Yeah. Which how many how many dogs do you think are out there that totally would just do whatever you ask? There's a lot. There's a lot. And he's a great uh, he really exemplifies um his his human owner or not human, his not obviously the Grinch is not human. His owner is a terrible person, right? And he believes he's the best. But he believes his owner is the best. (laughs) That's that's what a dog should be right there. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, yeah, big big Max guy. Yeah, Max. Good pick. Uh, that, Thank you. That's Thank solid. You. And you know, there's two other animated dogs named Max. Max Goof. Max Goof being one. The other being Max from uh, from Little Mermaid. Big sheep dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Has to be rescued from a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. But he made it. Um, my number two is possibly the biggest dog franchise. Uh, that there is and Wes this Great Dane has been so popular that there's been 15 television shows and over 50 TV specials or feature length movies centered around this dog and it is Scooby Doo Mm -hmm. I love Scooby Doo I grew up on Scooby Doo I grew up on What's New Scooby Doo which was I believe 2002 to 2006 and possibly the greatest theme song Opening of all theme time. song of all time. Yeah, I'm going to play it right here. What does Scooby do? We're coming after you. You're going to solve that mystery. I see you, Scooby Doo. The trail leads back to you. What does Scooby do? What does Scooby do? We're coming after you. Got to solve that mystery. So good. It's so good. So good. That whole series was so good. And it actually, like, I don't know. I felt like it was like the perfect like age targeting for me at that time too, because it was definitely like intense enough that I was like a- actually kind of s- spooked out on a few occasions mm-hmm. during that show. But like it was always light enough, always funny enough to like not be too much for a yeah. you know ten year old or whatever I was. Um, yeah. So so really just through the years, and then you know a few years later, I watched Mysteries Incorporated. I was probably maybe fourteen. Mm-hmm when that came out, something like that. And I watched, fun fact, I I watched all of the, both seasons of Mysteries Incorporated on an illegally, uh, like a legal streaming website. You know how those, they have those sketchy websites where you could illegally stream stuff? Oh, yeah. You always had to, cl- you had to click like the X on like four different like spam boxes <laughs> before you could actually get uh-huh. to the video. Yeah, so I did this for, during one summer on my dad's computer. No. For no. uh, for all of 
the the Scooby Doo Mysteries Incorporated because it was so and then you, and then you cohesive. Got a I don't think I did. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't have known. Was going. No, that was just the the weirdness of of how I had to watch this. But now it's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, it was just that that series was so cohesive. The story that just ran throughout the whole thing, which was the first time that they had really tried that with Scooby Doo. So that was cool. Um, here, let me pull up uh, the list of Scooby Doo's just just to further my point. Uh, okay, Scooby Doo Media. So obviously it started with where Scooby Doo, where are you in 1969? Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Hanna Barbera. They produce so many good things. Yeah, they've made so many good comic type TV shows yeah. from like The Simpsons, The Jetsons to um, The Simpsons. Do you mean The Flintstones? Yes, The Flintstones. Excuse me. Yeah, The Flintstones to The Jetsons to There's all kinds of uh I think they did um Yogi Bear as well. I think they did some superhero stuff too, actually. They've got some superhero stuff. They did some like racing show. Mm-hmm. Um but uh and they had the I think Tom There's a Barbarian Tom- show. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, um, he passed away, I believe, in, I want to say the 90s, and that was when the Scooby-Doo had this big break between their eighth series, uh, <laughs> which was a pup named Scooby-Doo, yep. where everyone in the show was actually younger, um, and the ninth series, which is what's new Scooby-Doo, which came out 11 years later, but they actually had some some kind of more sitcom-y type shows with Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Um mm-hmm some more like segmented short type shows. Um, and they had a, they had a series called the new Scooby-Doo movies. That was the second one that was all, all hour long episodes. Every single one of them, there was yep. uh, 24 of them and they were all basically movies. Um, and then more recently they've had, um, be cool. Scooby-Doo, which was on cartoon network. They had Scooby-Doo and guess who, which featured a new like celebrity in each one. Mm. Um, and the first, the first show ever, I was gonna one thing, a point I was gonna use was that to make Scooby Doo, like my, like this is why he's my number two, is that all of this media has always had Scooby Doo in it. It hasn't always had the other characters, um, but Scooby Doo is the show. But it's always had Scooby Doo. But then Velma came out in 2023 mm-hmm. this year, uh, starring. Uh, Mindy Kaling and it's yep. actually it's actually a um it's an HBO Max it's HBO Max, HBO Max but it's actually kind of in a, like adult comedy um yeah, it's, it's pretty gory isn't it I hear yeah and I think yeah a little inappropriate for certain audiences it features uh the on the voice cast west is Sam Richardson as did <laughs> as Norville Richardson <laughs> wow <laughs> Sam have, made it big <laughs> yeah shout out to Sam if he's listening I don't think he is but uh it's not the same Sam, but uh, yeah, Scooby is not on the list of characters. Um, so yeah, my 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 uh, point falls apart when it comes to Velma. But also, I don't think Velma's been super popular so far. Anyway, uh, Scooby Doo, just hugely popular, influential, one of the top probably fifty or so. TV properties of all time, maybe top 25 TV properties of all time. Oh yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, Scooby-Doo. I still love some, some what's new Scooby-Doo dude. I mean, it's oh, yeah. on Netflix. I watch every now and then. I love it. All right, Perry. Well, before we do our number ones, let's do a, let's do a quick recap oh, of our absolutely. 10 through two. So uh, here's my recap, Perry at number 10. I have Marley number nine. I have Hachi number eight. I have Comet from full from full house i have tramp at number seven from lady and the tramp at number six dante from coco number five pluto from anything that disney's ever made number four toto from the wizard of oz number three Airbud from the Airbud franchise and number two max from the grinch nice all right my number 10 was dante number nine was gromit from Wallace and gromit number eight i put all the dogs from the lady and the tramp but specifically tramp uh number seven was beethoven Six, Snoopy. Five, Doug from Up. Four, Toto. Three, Buddy from Airbud and all of the other Airbud movies. Uh, two, Scooby Doo. And before we get to our number one, I will shout out a bunch of other dogs that I considered, but did not go with. Um, some animated dogs like 
Copper from Fox and the Hound. Bolt. I didn't actually really consider Bolt because that movie's not that good. Dodger from Oliver and Company. I Pooch. think Bolt's fun. What'd you say? I think Bolt's fun. Bolt's all right. It's. I mean, it's funny. It's got a great Miley Cyrus song in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Miley Cyrus and um, oh, what's his name? The guy who vo- voices Bolt is John Travolta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hooch from Turner Hooch. Here's another one that people might, if they've seen this movie, they would totally agree with me. Samantha from I Am Legend. Sad, oh, sad. I refuse to watch that one because I knew the dog died. Yeah, really sad. Uh, the Beast slash Hercules from Sandlot. Mm-hmm. A couple classics like Old Yeller and Lassie. Uh, I didn't really grow up watching those because they're before my time. I've never watched Old Yeller and I never will. Uh, another one Baxter from Anchorman yep classic dog that speaks Spanish and can survive a kickoff of a of a uh, bridge into a river Um, yeah the 101 Dalmatian dogs such as Perdita Pongo Lucky Spot whatever (laughs) you can't just pick 100 dogs well I mean that's just there's a bunch of dogs Uh, I could have named them all but I'll just say the dogs from Hunter Dalmatians. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yep, Clifford the Big One. Here's a good one. Uh, Snowy from Adventures of Tintin. Mm-hmm. That's a classic, awesome. classic dog. Uh, I had Max from Family, or uh, Brian from Family Guy, Max from Little Mermaid, Napoleon and Lafayette from Aristocats. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, it's a little old cricket bug. <laughs> Balto? From Balto yeah. movies? Balto was on my honorable mentions. Good one, good one. Um, Daisy from John Wick. Poor Daisy. Does she uh, die too? Yes. Here, Okay, this is the dog that was on my number 10 slot before getting bopped out. Nana from Peter Pan. Does she die too? <laughs> no. Oh. She, she's like their nurse, but she's a dog. Oh. Yeah, she literally, like, wears a nurse bonnet and brings their, like... She doesn't actually do much in the movie, so that's why I took her sure. out. But uh, she, like, brings them their, like, milk at, at the end of the night. and uh, Yeah. And, and uh, she gets hit by pixie dust and, like, floats into the air and is... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Nana. Classic. And then Einstein from Back to the Future. Nice. That was... Uh, Perry, a couple of my honorable mentions... Would be Balto and all of the dogs from Clifford. So you've got Clifford, you've got uh, Cleo, and you got T Bone. I believe was the other one's name. Oh. Clifford. Clifford was my favorite show as a kid. It really hurt me not to put Clifford on here, but the last movie was just not good. So okay, kind of lost him. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was also a lot of Clifford spinoffs that were not as good as the OG. So that's oh. kind of what ruined it for me. But I do love Clifford with my whole heart. I texted Wes this afternoon and I was like, I am to I was today years old when I learned that the voice of sweet little Emily Elizabeth mm. is, is the same as Azula. I know and, and also the same as Daphne. I knew that. I knew that Daphne and Azula were the same, but I didn't realize that uh, Grey Delisle also voiced Emily Elizabeth because she really just does this little sweet little innocent kid for Emily Elizabeth, <laughs> but she is devilish for Azula. Yeah. Uh, um, and then Perry, my one honorable mention that you did not mention would be Shoeshine, also known as Underdog. From the movie Underdog? Well, and the entire franchise. Underdog. Oh, franchise now? I believe Underdog was also a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, okay, okay. Because the, there's a Disney Channel movie with like the guy who was Corey, right? From from uh, Ra- uh, that's a Raven was the voice, right? Or no? Maybe there is a live, like a live action underdog. Yeah, but yeah. Um, all right, Perry, ready for number one? Ready. I don't have to do much talking. You just bust it for me, Perry. My number one is Scooby Doo. <gasps> nice. Uh, just probably the most iconic dog in media history i don't feel so bad for talking about him for so long now yeah because it means i get to do i have to do it less um (laughs) and uh, one of my favorite things about scooby-doo this is probably more of my favorite thing about a franchise rather than him as a dog himself but i'm just gonna say it anyway scooby-doo was like the tv show that like bridged time in my Mm. life because i remember watching it and my mom said to me oh i watched this when i was a kid so like, my mom would have been 12 when Scooby-Doo premiered in 1969. Wow. So, 
Um, they would have just got her like right at the edge of that age gap, and she watched it. Uh, and so I just thought that was really cool that I got to that watch was really cool that my mom watched. Um, but the fact that you can still watch like the 1969-1970 episodes, mm-hmm. and they're still entertaining, like what the yeah. heck? Yeah, um, and, and you can still like feel like you know the characters because they don't change yeah. too much for that. Yeah. You know, um, I don't care who who says I love the Scooby Doo live actions. I think they're Ooh. just so fun. Okay. Do I think that they're good movies? No. Do I have a blast? Absolutely. Did you ever watch Scoob? Exclamation <laughs> point. The newest iteration I didn't, I did not. on on movies. It was um, I think it's on maybe Paramount Plus now. I think you're right. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. It did not do well. It, it did yeah. not do well. Uh, but I just love the moment where the one evil metal face guy says, who do you think you are? And he says, Scooby, Dooby, do, and then hits the button that ruins everything. And I just, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, he, get, he, he gets, he gets crossovers. D- don't even, don't forget the crossovers. Do not even get me started on the crossovers. The, he, come on, he plays, he, like, he meets the Harlem Globetrotters, the original Harlem Globetrotters, are you kidding uh-huh. me? Best crossover ever? Yeah, and... And then Batman and Robin, of course? Perry, you can't tell me you never wanted a Scooby snack. Oh, I ate some, I ate some serious Scooby snacks in my exactly. elementary school I days. Mean, they're just graham crackers now, but, like... Yeah. With, with, like, like cinnamon or something? Well, graham crackers mostly are cinnamon, Perry. Oh, yeah, nice. But, yeah, Scooby good for you. And if we're going off dog dog characteristics and traits, he is Shaggy's best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know Daphne and Fred are like a thing, and then Velma's just kind of off doing her own thing, being a genius, and then there's yep. Shaggy, he, and he needs somebody, and that somebody is Scooby. And I love it. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't until Mysteries Incorporated when Daphne and Shaggy actually finally got together started dating you mean daphne and fred did i i meant velma and shaggy shaggy yeah velma and shaggy daphne and fred are a thing in other ones too oh yeah Uh, not all of them but some of them uh yes great job we are we did really well in being on the same page with a lot of our lists we had dante we had tramp we had uh toto but air bud and scooby-doo yeah um, my number one, Wes. Yeah, I'm it, interested to see what this is. It's actually a combination uh, of two. Did you cheat again? I did cheat again, but I could not decide because you cannot have one without the other. Uh, I just flipped off the screen by accident while doing that. <laughs> but um, uh, yes, so I'm trying to reveal this without with being with uh, upping the suspense level. Wes, this is a Disney Disney movie that I watched a lot as a kid and it was one of my personal like favorites especially we watched it on a lot of car rides i mean we just had this little um like sleeve of dvds that were in our car for car rides Mm -hmm. and for some reason i think from the ages of like maybe like i don't know we'll say like 7 to 15 like this was one of my favorites and so when i thought of movie dogs it was impossible to not think of these guys um and it's chance and shadow from homeward bound an incredible uh, journey have you seen that movie wes maybe once oh uh, i mean the problem is if you watch it now i mean it's it holds up it's not bad but uh you won't have the nostalgia factor and so truly like I went with my heart and my gut on number one. Um, and yeah, so the, if you haven't seen Homeward Bound and Incredible Journey, it's a, uh, a redo of, I believe, a s- movie from the 60s that's just called An Incredible Journey. Mm. Um, and it focuses on two dogs, Chance, who's a American bulldog, uh, puppy like he's like maybe a year and a half old or something and then an older dog shadow is a golden retriever and a cat a siamese cat sassy or maybe she's not siamese i don't remember siamese are really skinny cats this is not a skinny cat um so it's cat sassy and there's three kids uh that in each like one of the kids basically has one of the animals and uh and circumstances arise and they are like left behind and then they feel like they need to go find their um, family. And so they leave 
and basically go on this journey to try to get home and find their family. And it's like mm-hmm. traversing miles and miles. I think it's based on a book potentially, but um, what makes this movie really cool is that there's voice actors. Like, I mean, this is not a new thing. People do like movies that plenty of movies do this, but like these are real dogs uh, and, and cat that like are out there doing everything like themselves. So they're the focus mm-hmm. of the, of the majority of this movie yeah. So about, about 45 minutes to an hour. They're the only ones that you really see. I mean, I think they do cut back and forth to the family looking for them every once in a while, but um, so they carry the movie and then there's, there's voice actors that do voice them so that they can communicate with each other. And, mm-hmm. um, and Michael J. Fox plays chance. He does a great job. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, just this was a movie that I loved growing up. I watched all the time in the car and I couldn't get past thinking about Chance and Shadow um, in that last scene when you think Shadow's going to die and uh, he, he just slips into this like mud pit at the train yard yep. and they're so close to getting back home and Chance like won't leave him behind and he helps them get out and they you don't really know if he actually made it out and then they cut to like when they get there get home and the kids are like waiting for the animals to like run across the yard and chance runs and goes and yep bounce jumps on jamie and then uh sassy comes trotting in and then you wait and like is shadow gonna make it is he gonna make it and then he does and he just kind of limps he's like limping his way and then once he sees his kid, I forget what the kid's name is. He starts running faster and faster and faster, and then they have their cute little embrace. Oh, I melted as a child and, <laughs> and as an adult. And as an adult, it's a different kind of of cute, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, it's just those dogs. You just you just love them. They're 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 a central part of mm-hmm. of the movie, and you feel like they could be your own dog. You know, like they're yeah. So anyway. Chance and Shadow. Wow, love that, Perry. Yeah, that's why I didn't think you were going to have the same number one. I was like, unless you also had this as like a favorite growing up, Homeward Bound. Oh, I did not. Yeah, my but, mom. My mom's going to be listening to this episode, and she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I totally remember when they watched that movie. She's like, I totally remember having to listen to that this entire <laughs> Yeah, because they weren't watching it. They were just listening to the audio up in the front right. seat. Dang. Well, this was fun, Perry. Yeah, this was good. A good little wholesome conversation about good old boys. I know, not us ranting over something Marvel did wrong. or. Oh, yeah, that can be next time after you watch Ant-Man Quantumania. <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit. I'm ready oh, to... Oh, tough. Uh, You're ready to pop off. Yeah, I'm not going to like... Uh, just so that the audience doesn't think I hated it. I did not hate it, but I'm also ready to, to call just, out Marvel in some different areas. Yeah, so this was this was fun. I'm, I, I kind of want to go watch some nostalgic movies now. do it like, do it i feel like oliver and company is going to be on my list very soon maybe oh, this week nice oliver and company yes you don't watch that in a while have you no and it's got a great Never soundtrack buy. great soundtrack and it's not available on spotify which i still don't understand oh uh, yeah yeah but you know what you know it is a goofy movie a goofy movie which is you're welcome <laughs> Uh, yeah. Man. Well, I need to finish up uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. About to finish that up. I've got about seven episodes left on my rewatch. I think I finished um, it. I finished it about a month ago, so I need to schedule what time during this calendar year <laughs> that I'm going to watch it again, so I can watch it every year. <laughs> um, I also just watched all of the series Full Swing. I don't know if any of the people in that listen to this podcast, um, if either of you that listen uh, are fans of <laughs> of golf at all, uh, Full Swing is by the same people who did the F1 series. Um, I forget what drive that to, one. Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. And that series was super popular. So they it's made, still super popular. It's still super popular. So they made a tennis series by the, the same producers and a golf series about last year's seasons. Yeah. Um, and so I in about a week, I watched the golf series, and it's really good. And a lot of stuff happened. And I, I do like a good uh, – I, I follow the PGA Tour fairly mm-hmm. well, um, or closely, I should say. And so that was kind of fun to 
to follow and feel like you get to know some of the players more. And the yeah. Brooks Kepka episode was really interesting. <laughs> oh man, he's a human. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, also I've watched, I've caught up on the Wing Feather Saga. I don't know if we've got some fans of probably the Chosen in here. It's the same studio um oh. angel studios that that does the chosen if you go onto that app or the website where you watch the chosen the wing feather saga is um a animated series that my cousin actually animates for um there's a lot of disney former disney guys involved in it and it's based on a book series um i'm I, there i'm four episodes in i think there's only four episodes released right now pretty good show though i'm 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 uh i'm impressed i think it's going to it's going to have some similarities and like themes to um i mean it's very fantastical it's good for kids but also gonna have enough in there probably for uh, at least a good nerdy adult that loves a good a nice cartoon so that's kind of what i've been watching and i need to finish up spy family i'm almost done with that but uh, that's where we're at wes i love it all right man well well it's it's ten twenty period. I haven't had a real dinner yet, so I'm thinking oh, I'm nice. pretty hungry, and I'm gonna try not to stay that way. But for our listeners, for the time being, uh-huh. just remember to stay hungry. And I'm staying hydrated. No, dang it, I I jumped. I'm staying <laughs> humble. And Perry just drank enough water for the both of us, but you all need to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>